0: What's going on everybody, John Stamper here and welcome to Live with John. Walking encyclopedia, you're more than just a phone holder with a big smile. We can no matter how big or how small, conversations matter. What's going on, everybody? Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Live with John. It is an absolute pleasure to continue our learning series with the amazing team from Rectangle Health. We are on episode four, and as my guest and I, Sam Anderson, were talking the other day, uh, we had great episodes one, two, and three, but it's kind of like championship rounds, like in a fight. Like As we get to episode four and five, the content is just going to continue to get better. So no pressure whatsoever on our guest, Sam Anderson, who's the senior director of customer success at Rectangle Health. I know he's going to do an amazing job. How are you doing, Sam?
1: I'm well, John. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. And thanks so much for coming on. So as you all saw, everybody, episode four of this learning series, Sam is going to get into focusing on more compassion and care. And I have to say, what has been such a learning experience, even for me in this in this series, is Rectangle Health, as, as everybody has shared, is a technology company. However, what all of the guests have done, as you are aware, is they are bringing in this human element side. That Regardless of what the technology does in the dental practice, how it's helping the team, if there's not that human connection so the team understands it or it's good for the patients, a lot of it can get lost. So I know that's what Sam's gonna talk about that today. Um, if you recall episode one, Uh, We had um, Micah and Brian really kind of framed out uh, the industry as a whole, as far as, you know, kind of where things are at. Um, Then we had Michelle and Taisha talk about setting yourself up for 2022 and and building a plan for success. And in our last episode, we got the opportunity to speak with Michael, who just talked about how that technology is driving success. So uh, Sam, I think for us to get started real quickly, would love to have you share with everybody Uh, how you got to Rectangle Health, and then um, let's get this thing started.
1: Sure. Thanks, John. So I've spent more than a decade in, uh, I guess, what we call the fintech space or finance technology. Uh, I've been responsible for designing solutions and teams that help to improve cash handling procedures uh, and enhance financial controls. Uh, My journey to Rectangle Health started, uh, let's call it nine years ago, with my father's uh, journey in battle with cancer. Uh, we encounter a lot of courageous individuals and stories of personal battles with cancer. Uh, but John, with each story, they had a singular underlying theme, and that was always cost of care. And Rectangle Health gave me the opportunity to become part of their family about a year ago. And with that opportunity, I've been able to practice what I call my purpose each and every day. Uh, we offer compassion through technology. It allows practices to meet patients where they are. So, offering affordable payment options, eliminating the financial stress for patients, uh, you know, practices get paid, and patients receive the care they need. Uh, it's powerful, John, that I have the opportunity to actually live out my purpose each and every day. And a few people actually get the chance to say they do that, and I'm very grateful for that opportunity with Rectangle Health.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I know in talking to your team, they were very excited about having you come on today and particularly focusing on this area um, that, that you work on every day. And I, I think for starters, uh, we know, Sam, it's no secret in dentistry. And in a lot of industries right now, there's no there's staff shortage. Uh, it's kind of hard for people to put their fingers on it, right? You think in yourselves, for a lot of these industries, people would want to work there. There's a lot of stability, especially you know in the dental field, yet a lot of practices are dealing with it. And it feels like technology uh, is there, and a lot of these practices are finding ways to at least help them get through these staff shortages. But I'd love to hear from you how you and your team are helping a lot of your clients work through this.
1: Uh, Great, uh, great question, John. So let me first say, following up with uh, with Micah, Brian, Michelle, Ty, and uh, and Mike Paluso is uh, is not just an honor. It's a little (laughs) it's a little bit unnerving and a challenge. But I hope that uh, that I offer the same insights uh, and quality they did. So job practices are absolutely feeling overwhelmed with lack of resources. They're being told do more with less like all of us are, and they have to continue to provide that compassionate, patient-centric care. So the feeling of being overwhelmed by practice staff can only be achieved through automation. Uh, our, cl- our customer success managers are skilled in solving business problems. They focus on eliminating manual tasks and three major touch points in the patient journey, and that would be pre, point, and post-care. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this, John, but in 2021, Stanford University economists um, revealed that there is an estimated $141 billion, that's billion with a B, in patient debt, which is staggering. And payments can only be achieved by giving patients options and meeting them where they are. And creating that automation is what's going to relieve a lot of the grind and the burden so that practices can focus on patient-centric care. Uh, Over the last six to seven months, we had a uh, a client, uh, what we call an enterprise solution client, who was really interested in taking our text-to-pay solution to the next level. So they initially started out by saying, if a patient owes for a post-adjudicated balance we're going to send them a message and so slowly but surely they saw the number of payments for post-adjudicated balance really start to swing upward and they said you know this is really helping us to scale and meet patients where they are, and get paid more efficiently. It's the difference between taking your accounts receivable from ninety days down to forty-five days and cutting it in half. They also took it a step further and said, "Hey, we also want to be able to take the technology that Rectangle Health provides, and we want to be able to give that to patients pre-care." So recently, they rolled out text to pay. For any sort of copay or previously post-adjudicated balance that hadn't been paid. And so before the patient ever gets there, they have the opportunity from their mobile phone to remit payment. We know that virtually 98% of all text messages that are received by patients are opened and seen within roughly 90 seconds. So this client was able to take that technology to the next level through our solutions and help and guidance from their customer success manager uh, to integrate that into their business to help eliminate a lot of that manual intervention and having to mail out those statements, letting them focus more on patient care.
0: Yeah. I love hearing that, Sam. And, you know, I I was thinking, uh, there are a lot of practices that embrace uh, a lot of these newer technologies. I mean, just hearing you talk about a practice, being able to cut their AR from 90 days to 45 days and what that means cash flow wise, that's the lifeblood of a practice. But as you and I both know, there are practices out there, that are going about things the way that they always have gone about them. Maybe they're concerned about what it would take to implement these newer technologies or they get busy or what have you, but there is an impact as you know. There is an impact on when you don't implement these, especially now because they exist and there's companies like you know, Rectangle Health that are, that are helping practices implement this very easily. Can you touch on that a little bit? Like, What is the impact for the practices that have not found a way yet to be able to build these into their practice?
1: Absolutely. So customer success managers, they understand that there's always going to be resistance to change when it comes to implementing technology as part of their business operations. So when our customer success managers, John, when they meet with clients, our clients, uh, we always look at cost savings and ROI. And we almost always relate it to eliminating or reducing things like patient paper statements, which, on average cost about $9 per statement, and the cost can be quite staggering for very active practices that see a large volume of patients daily, weekly, and monthly. So our customer success managers coach our clients on how to leverage technology to actually reduce the amount of time that patient debt stays uh, in AR. So as you know, there's an inverse relationship between cash flow and patient debt. And so lack of automation drives up those costs and it reduces cash flow. So our customer success managers help our clients through the practice management software to reduce debt through technology, leveraging things like text-to-pay, online payments, card-on-file, where the patient can securely give the practice uh, their payment card information, store it to where post-adjudicated balances or co-pays can automatically be billed. And of course, recurring payments, something that our uh, CTO Mike Paluso refers to as care now and pay later. So, understanding, in addition to how to eliminate uh, you know these friction or pain points with technology, it's also important that we understand how to leverage that technology for the patient base or the demographic that pay uh, that uh, serve. So, for example, Generation Z, John, those born after 1996, are highly tech savvy. So if we give them a paper bill, one of three things are going to happen. A, they're going to receive it in the mail and say, wow, this is some sort of joke. This is totally antiquated. Uh, B, they're very unlikely to give you their checking account information and/or credit card information and mail it back to the practice because they're very attuned uh, to risk involved when it comes to giving out their financial information. And I would even say C, Patients feel that uh, they may feel that another practice is better suited for them because they more effectively leverage technology as part of the patient experience. So patient loyalty, John, is key to the financial health of any practice, whether it's large or small. And our customer success managers work very closely with our clients to make sure that they're implementing the right technology that serves the patient demography that they serve on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting, Sam, because when I hear you talk about patient loyalty, uh, there's a lot of different things that drive that, as you know, and there's a lot of things that change that over time. And so when I think back over the last couple of years in the pandemic, there are new pressures, as you know, that are on dental practices. And that is, is that there was a time not too long ago when a patient would come into a practice and a dental practice could still operate and maybe get by with being antiquated. And then all of a sudden, you had this explosion of resources and technology available to consumers slash patients, meaning that they buy their groceries online. They do all these different things. And as you know, they now expect those same services to be offered by their dental practice. And when mm-hmm. they're not, it can affect, as you know, the decision of loyalty that they're going to be loyal to, you know, loyal to. So as we think about the last couple of years, I know you and your team work with a lot of your clients and have got a lot of feedback on how practices have adapted through this pandemic. We'd love to hear that. We know there's a lot of practices are doing some great things. Can you just touch on like what you're seeing and and, and where you see things going from here?
1: Absolutely, John. So safety is always top of mind with practices when they're speaking with their customer success managers. And one of the things that we help to do is practices understand how to better integrate touchless payments into their business operations. So we've helped practices of all sizes achieve scale and provide contactless solutions with digital registration, text-to-pay, as I spoke to earlier, QR codes, and, of course, of mobile wallets at the point of care for that contactless, touchless experience. Uh, this saves time, but more importantly, keeps the practice employees and the patients safe and healthy in the wake of COVID. You know, Mike Paluso spoke in the last episode about technology and technology and, uh, you know, this contactless payments experience being here to stay. And that's absolutely true. This is, John, the new normal Uh, practices are sharing with their customer success managers that helping them implement technology to provide an additional layer of safety and touchless payments has helped them achieve a balance between business operations and providing compassionate, high quality patient centered care, Uh, whether it's COVID or it's the next healthcare crisis, whatever that may be. Uh, and Mother Nature throws at us, our customer success managers are working with clients to ensure that they're prepared to maintain and continue operations by serving their patients more effectively and leveraging that technology to create that contactless experience in a way that they can capture payments without having to necessarily engage directly with patients uh, so that they can keep everyone safe and healthy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? There's the whole Infection control piece and the expectation now for the patients coming in and being very aware of that, and then of course the byproduct of just speeding things up for the practice, like you talked about, which which I think is awesome. One of the great things that I have enjoyed about this learning series is that with everybody I've had a chance to speak with, all of you are hitting on the specific technologies that Rectangle Health offers. However, there's a universal theme in each episode, and that is. These stories. Uh, we talked about this at the onset of creating this, and that is a lot of times companies get the opportunity to talk about their technologies and help it's helping the practice, but you don't always get a chance to share personal stories. Uh, sure. I love how you started this episode with your own personal story and how it obviously connected you to, to Rectangle Health, but you have that opportunity, just the nature of the of where you work at Rectangle Health to talk to a lot of these clients. Could you share a story or two of of how something we look at technology is like this robotic thing, but it's connected to exactly what you're talking about here, which is compassion and care and real lives are being affected by some of these things. So love to hear you share some things.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'll start with one of our most recent clients. That was a large DSO. uh, And in January, I started working with them along with our product delivery team. And one of the things that uh, they were most concerned about is we're going to implement a lot of change across our organization over the next six to eight months. Uh, We're pretty nervous about this and we're a bit of uh, averse to change. So how do we go about uh, how do we go about this in a very simple way uh, to where operations can continue to be supported? And how are we going to implement uh, that change management across our organization? So uh, one of the things with customer success management that we do is we work very closely with the client during the product delivery process. So, for example, uh, one of the first phases of this project was to get them into a state where they could take card present payments at point of care uh we quickly created a process with the help of our product delivery team and we worked directly with the uh, accounting manager for uh, the dental dso practice and so we said here's what we need from you and here's how we're going to streamline this process so that we're going to take the burden we're going to take the uh, the concerns that you have off of you and they'll place that onerous upon us and i'm very pleased to say Rather than having to wait that 60 or 90 days to get them up and running, we did it in 30 to 45 days. And We basically wow. cut the implementation timeline in half by saying, here's what we need, give it to us, and we're going to take care of the rest. What's interesting about that experience, John, is that we got a very kind email that that accounting manager took the time to, to craft, And it was in my inbox early the the next morning after we completed uh, that implementation of their uh, point of care and their card present uh, uh, solution. And she was not only thankful, but was very complimentary because she said we were both warm, compassionate, and we took our time with the implementation. And we relieved a lot of those concerns that she went into to this project really Probably more concerned and dreading than anything else, and I'm proud of not just the work that our customer success team does behind the scenes, but our product delivery team, the folks in R and D who really bring the technology uh, to life, and they make it to where uh, our customers can implement it fairly seamlessly, very little friction, and we do it in a way that I feel like delivers, you know, that that high touch quality that Rectangle Health is known for in uh, particularly in the dental DSO space. So being able to deliver that type of experience to someone um, at her level Uh, Who then took the time to say, "Hey, I also want to know who the management team is, so I can also send them a very kind email." That means a lot uh, to us because oftentimes with technology, you just hear the bad; you never really hear the good. And to get an email like that uh, from a client that said, "My first experience with your organization the last forty-five days was just unbelievably positive," that means everything to us, particularly from a, a a service. Uh, center perspective, which is what we we, we seek to deliver a, a great customer experience when engaging with us from the beginning.
0: Well, and as you know, uh, think about the time that was saved by having a smooth implementation with that organization and, you know an episode that one of their practices or a situation could have had with one of their patients to make things easy for them to help them get care that they needed. It's all connected, right? Sam, It really, really is. And and I don't share this that often, but one of the big driving forces for me wanting to even create live with John for me wanting to spend time with companies. And that is because I spent time providing products to dental practices. And I also spent time in the dental practice as a coach and consultant. And one of the fascinating things I saw was that the companies like Rectangle Health are always out there on a daily basis, trying to make things better for the practice and the doctors and the practice owners and the office managers, they really are interested in all these newer technologies. It's just Mm -hmm. that both sides are really busy doing things. And as you know, the practices are busy seeing patients. But what is so encouraging is when companies and practices work together. And I think they're closer than they've ever been, because like you share that story, we're, we're at a point right now where a lot of these practices need these technologies that you guys offer in an effort to be able to keep up and in, in, in many cases for them to keep their doors open. So I love that story. And I think it just shows how important you know it is for both sides of the equation in dentistry that companies and practices are working together. So great stuff.
1: Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Yeah.
0: I love that. All right. So any any closing thoughts as as we as we, we we talk about compassion, a lot of the work that you're doing, and I think more importantly, what you're most excited about when you look at the future with uh, with Rectangle Health. Well, let,
1: let me say thank you for this opportunity, but I would also say to that, John. Uh, one of the things that that i'm most fortunate to be able to do as i said at the the at the onset of our conversation and that is to be able to practice that purpose every day and being able to take the the human the emotional element uh, all the things that i experience and be able to take that care and funnel it directly to working with our clients i don't unfortunately get to work as one-to-one with clients as i would like to uh, when I was in the trenches as a customer success manager uh, a few years ago um, i was you know i was constantly in in contact with these clients and unfortunately uh when you lead a team you are a a layer or a level removed however i do get the opportunity to still speak with them particularly um, you know, our larger clients that are coming online early on, uh, I do have the opportunity to work with some of the decision makers um, and and some of those people who are going to be uh, vital to the implementation of, of our software. And so it gives me that perspective to be able to say to them, I understand what your concerns are. I've been down this path more than once, and we're going to ensure that you have a uh, a best-in-class experience, and that's what we always strive to give all of our customers, big and small, doesn't matter. I would say the thing I'm most excited about is being able to continue to watch our, our solution, our software evolve. And seeing it, you know, we, we have a vision for our software and we roll it out and we talk about these feature sets that are going to help with contactless payments and helping to reduce AR. But, you know, it's always interesting when a client gets involved and they say, I love this but I want to see it do more. And I think it can go in this direction and getting that type of real time, um, the feedback that we get from our clients that we then socialize back to our product team and we make business cases for, and, and, you know, we, we vet the the roadmap so that those feature sets can be there for our clients. It's truly amazing, the insights. And I'm just excited about the, uh, the throughput that we receive from our clients and helping our software continue to grow and to thrive and serve, um, you know, and serve the the healthcare industry, in particular dental DSO practices. So I'm excited to see what more of our clients are going to give us in terms of feedback to help improve our product.
0: Yeah, and that that's awesome. I mean, I think that's the whole point of this. And I think that we're seeing through the example you just laid out that when companies are working with the practices and you're open to get that feedback, the speed of technology and what it really can do uh, for a practice and ultimately for the patient is awesome. And so, you know, seeing that you guys are, are working with your clients to to kind of get that feedback is only going to make things better for the pe- profession, which is awesome. So uh, listen, Sam, this has been great. Um, and we're going to we have one more episode of this learning series. Uh, I know, as you said, that there was a lot of pressure with the three episodes that came before you, but I think you did an amazing job. And I think that you really laid out the this human side of what Rectangle Health is, which is, which is I know, um, what we wanted to do here. And you've, you've certainly right. done that. So it's been a pleasure. Um, I wish you Thank the best you. of luck. And I want to let everybody know that's watching, right down below in the comments thread, uh, rectanglehealth.com forward slash live. Be sure to go click on that. Learn more about the great work um, this team is doing in an effort to, to help practices. they got a lot of information on there. You can set up a demo, all kinds of great stuff. So be sure to check that out. And until our next episode, we will see you all soon. Thanks, Sam.
1: Thank you, John.